Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Hi everyone, I'm Rochelle, and today we're continuing the second part of our series in caring for non-Christians in the lead-up to Christmas. To help us think through how we love our non-Christian neighbours well, we have Faye joining us today. Welcome to the podcast, Faye, and thank you for agreeing to Talk for 12 with us. Hi, Rochelle. Thanks for asking me. Thank you for saying yes. Faye, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? Well, I'm married to Graham, and we've been married 52 years, and we have three children, Catherine and Warwick and Nigel, and we have two granddaughters and five grandsons and one great-granddaughter. Wow, that's wonderful. And what a blessing to be married for 52 years. Mm. How did you become a Christian, Faye? I was brought up in a very loving, very moral, but non-Christian home. And I had a brother and a sister. And I was sent to Sunday school from the age of three. And when I was 12 years old, I went to an after-school rally And the speaker there used a very well-known verse, John 3.16, as his text. He made the point that God didn't just die for the world, but for each person individually. He asked us to put our name in the verse. For God so loved Faye that he gave his one and only son, that if Faye believes in him, she will not perish but have eternal life. I had learned that verse many times, but suddenly it became real. God loves me. Jesus died for me. I really love that. I too have heard that verse over and over, and it's one of my favourites, but it does make it so much more real when we put our name in. Indeed. Much later, in Bible college, I studied Ephesians, and when we came to the chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, it is by grace that you've been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it's a gift of God not of work so that no one can boast. That made me feel relieved. It wasn't up to me. It was faith that works, and even that faith was given by God. Mm, very true. Now, Faye, we're in the lead-up to a very special time of the year for us Christians, which is why we're doing this series. Can you share with us what Christmas means to you? I feel it's very special. After all, it's Jesus' birthday. When growing up, I looked forward to big family get-togethers as my dad was one of 11 children, so there was always lots of people around. There was very little said about the real meaning of Christmas, though. After we had a family of our own, we wanted to celebrate Jesus' birthday, and we tried to bring our children up that way, not with lots of gifts, as God gave us a lovely gift of Jesus because he loved us, so we gave them one gift because we loved them. We didn't have Santa Claus at all. Mm, does sound like the true meaning of Christmas. This year, we particularly want to encourage the women listening to this podcast to care for their non-Christian neighbours and friends. Can you tell us about your neighbourhood? At our previous home, we had elderly neighbours, and I would visit them regularly, and at Christmas, we would invite them to a meal and take them to see the Christmas lights around the town. One of them already attended her church regularly. I don't know if she really knew the Lord. It was hard to talk to her because she was steeped in her church traditions, 
Another said she had her own religion. She went to church at Christmas and at Easter and at the anniversary of her mother's death and she put flowers in the church on that Sunday. Now we live in a small unit in a village of nine units. I've been unwell most of the time that we've been there in the three years, so there's not much socialising. All are friendly, most of them attend church. It's hard to tell if they really know Jesus or not. I'm planning to engage more with them now my health is better. Last Christmas I made biscuits and gave them some with a card. That's such a lovely and thoughtful idea, Faye. I normally plan on baking, but just end up bringing chocolates with a Bible verse for my work colleagues. <laughs> Why is Christmas and Jesus so important to you that you've wanted to share the good news with your non-Christian friends? I have lots of lovely friends. Some of them were strangers that I met and invited home for a cuppa and talked with them and they became friends. Many that I'd known before and some of them have become Christians since then and some are still works in progress. But as I said in the beginning, God loved me so much that he sent Jesus to die for me personally. He also died for my friends and neighbours personally. I usually tell them that. Lovely message to share. Can you share with us some of the ways you've tried to do that? I've always loved craft, especially making cards. So I'd invite ladies to morning tea, which usually ended up going all day. <laughs> a couple of months before Christmas, we would get together a day a week and eat and drink and make cards and chat about all sorts of things, and including Christmas. I'd invite them to any Christmas activity the church would put on, Gingerbread housemaking was always a winner. Most people came to that. Sometimes at Christmas we would hear of people who were on their own and so we would invite them to join us. Our children didn't always appreciate it at the time, but we've been told by one of them that he understands now why we did it. What a wonderful way to show the love of God at Christmas time. In recent years, we have had some <coughs> friends who were working over Christmas, which meant they couldn't go home over the break and so we often tried to invite them around for a meal or would drop around some Christmas dinner if they happened to be working Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We also try to invite some of our previous neighbours for a Christmas lunch. Unfortunately, we haven't yet gotten on to sharing with them the real meaning of Christmas, but I hope to be more intentional about that this year, especially with your encouragement, Faye. <laughs> Do you have any stories of encouragement to share with us? Well, this is a story that happened to me. Someone was good to me. Last Christmas, I had just come out of hospital and invited two friends around for our Christmas tea as they were on their own. I had to admit that I didn't have anything to eat, hadn't prepared anything, but we could find something, I'm sure. Late in the afternoon, an angel, in human form, appeared with enough food to feed four of us. God is still in the business of feeding the 5,000. The encouragement is, many of these ladies now love the Lord. What more could you want? God has done his work through the Holy Spirit. Only he can work the work of salvation. Hmm. Given that God is the only one who can save, why do you keep doing it, sharing Jesus with others? How could I not? Jesus has given me the love for other women, and because I love him, after all, he invited me and he certainly loves them. Hmm. 
Now, what would you say to encourage those listening who have non-Christian neighbours that they could reach out to or care for? We need to remember who we worship and serve. And it's him that brings people across our path. We don't have to be special, only ready and willing. He does the work and the result is up to him. Thank you so much for that encouragement, Faye, and for being willing to share about what you try to do to love your non-Christian neighbours at Christmas time. My pleasure, Rochelle. Let's spend some time praying for our non-Christian neighbours now and that we would have boldness over the next few weeks to invite them along to various Christmas events and church. Dear Heavenly Father, in the lead up to Christmas, please help us to not be distracted by all the jobs that need to be done, but help us to remember the most important thing at this time of year is that we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Please help us to be bold in sharing this good news of Jesus and inviting our non-Christian friends and neighbours to come along to church. Please be at work in their hearts so that many might say yes and come along. Thank you for the example of Faye, and we pray that you would be with her in the lead up to Christmas as she continues to seek to share you with her non-Christian neighbours. Amen. Next time, join Jill as she starts a new series called Talking About My Generation. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals 1, 2. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.